Hey, I'm Corey. I'm your DM. Welcome to Vibe Proficiency, a D&D podcast about death, dented padlocks, and uh, asking nicely, I guess. Uh, I just wanted to say thanks again for listening to our show, and especially thanks to anyone who's taken the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or tweet about the show using the hashtag Vibe Proficiency. Uh, you're the best. Seriously. We're super stoked to have you back for another episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Thanks. Man, I, you, you can just call me Freddy. Are you ready? You ready, Freddy? Because I'm so ready. I'm so prepared. Terrible way to, <laughs> so, such a terrible way to introduce myself. Hello, I am Becca. I'm playing Mira. She's a tiefling druid. And this week's fun fact for Mira is a lot of people would assume since she's a druid, her favorite color is green. And they would be correct, but not for, <laughs> not for the reasons that people think. <laughs> what are the typical reasons someone thinks someone's favorite color is green? Well, like nature, you know, it's like the typical <laughs> druid color. But when Mira was growing up, her household door, um, her father painted it green. So it just reminds her of home. Oh, and that's, that's her nice. fun That's fact. really sweet. <laughs> Hey, Casey, since I know it's only been like a week that we've had Kira now, like you've only played with her one session. Do you want to give us this uh, fact about fans since we didn't get to meet him that much? We didn't get a fan fact. That's a good point. Uh, no, I'm going to go with uh, with an actual Kira fun fact. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm Casey. I play Kira, the Star monk. Fun fact about Kira is when before, you know, all this she was an avid mountain climber, even though she has two left feet. Uh, she really, really enjoyed climbing mountains. That's how she got to be so dexterous. Yeah, that's all I got. Yep. Okay. Uh, I am Tyler. I play Cadmus Lightbringer, half orc paladin. Fun fact for Mr. Cadmist is that all through school, he seemed to make really great grades for some reason. Like, personally, he thought he was the head of his class, and I feel like. He might be the smartest person in the party because he uh, he excelled in every single subject in school. Granted, the school was homeschooling. I was um, just going to say it was homeschooling. <laughs> he, he was the prom king. He was... <laughs> he had a lot of friends. It was a homeschool community in the village, right? Did he have 10 friends? Maybe 20? Uh, I don't know if I can count that high. <laughs> um, yeah, so he excelled in all the subjects that you learn in school, you know, sword play, um, find the weasel, yep. um, what? throwing a rock. Uh, yeah, throwing a rock was really tricky for me as a, as a student. So. Village defense, that's one he, he did, he uh, aced, um, head of his class. So he is very smart. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I'm Kelly. I play Harp. She is the Changeling Ranger. This is just more of like a little cutesy fact, all right? Um, so, Harp has always been fond of animals, but her favorite so far is a fox. Um, when she was younger, she kind of wandered off into the forest because she gets distracted because she loves exploring. And she found one. Um, she kind of spent the evening with it and gained its trust, kind of uh, where her animal handling skills come in. And uh, without her even realizing it, um, whether it was intentional or not, uh, the fox led her back uh, to her mentor. So it was like a cute little wandering story with a little fox. Sounds like an adorable children's book. What would you What would you name that? What, what would I name it? Yeah, what would you name that like fun children's book? Um, the Hound? Ooh, I really like <laughs> the fox harp, and the harp. Harp and the fox, yeah. It's uh, coming soon. It is the saddest thing I've ever read. <laughs> oh, nothing bad happens to the fox at the end. Mm. Mm, I'm sure they're fine. Mm. Hello, my name is Chandler. I play Elwin Peck, uh, elf turned uh, pseudo dragon, or like basically really just all around really nice dude. Everyone loves him. Uh, fun fact about uh, Elwin this week. Uh, early on in, in his life, he, he got really into um, photography and like drawing out maps and different things. Um, and around one of his first years he spent as a dragon, pseudo dragon, um, he actually uh, kind of like snuck in and watched a, a master photographer kind of map out the kingdom and, uh, you know, learned a little bit to uh, skills. That's actually wow. really cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so let's check the notes. Uh, last time on Viperficiency, you all woke up in Ansel's Manor, save for Fandrin, because again, he felt like sleeping in a street somewhere, and honestly, who knows what happened to him at all, because upon heading downstairs, you all met Casey's new character, Kira, who was way more into the party dynamic than Fandrin was. <laughs> we had some bacon-related hijinks, and Ansel gave you a bit of money for supplies, which you took to Central Plaza, the bigger shopping district in town. You met a few shopkeepers, the halfling owner of the potion ingredient shop Rats, Bats, and Vats, Tymon, the dwarvish mask collector and absolute ignoramus about magical <laughs> items, and the arcane scholar who sells spell tomes and scrolls in her shop, The Spelling Bee. You all decided to grab a drink and a bite at the Tabernacle, a brewery slash tavern run by an order of monks that have the secrets to making some of the finest drinks this side of Faerun. On your way out, Chemist broke a drunken patron's fall. And when the man told the party about the trouble at the lumber mill he worked for, you all decided to go check it out after Cadmus stealthily slipped a gold piece into the man's pocket. So, what's the plan? Are you all heading there straight away, or...? Absolutely. Yep. Uh, real fast. Mm -hmm. uh, as we're leaving, can I mage hand and take the one piece of gold out of his pocket? <laughs> I was waiting for you to do that. Here's the thing. I, I think only rogues. It's a feat that they have that lets them like stealthily mage hand your mage hand is full visible perfect so you can't like i mean you can do that i mean he's, he's pretty not, drunk it's not like a stealth check so uh i'm gonna roll perception for him and you you roll uh sleight of hand i guess chandler's just trying to get my character to like beat the crap out of his <laughs> i'm 21 for me Jesus. <laughs> my guy rolled a nine so uh <laughs> That's higher than my passive perception, too, so I don't even yeah, think it's Yeah, it. exactly. So nobody notices. Ooh, um, you pocket that coin, I guess. <laughs> Got that bacon for free. Yeah, wow. We, uh, y'all are some good people. I am the best one. Can we give Chandler, like, six negative good deeds? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's up to his patron deity, a.k.a. Zalaria. Hey, we have, uh, there has to be a character arc, so you have to start somewhere, okay? <laughs> There will be a, a come to Jesus moment with her at some point. Yeah, for She'll sure. Appear to me and be like, "What are you doing, Jesus? Jesus! <laughs> God damn it, Jesus!" So you guys head towards the uh, the west, kind of in that general direction, and you see the tree line, probably where the mill is. So you head that way. There is a little house, like a little log cabin, that's not too far from the mill. As we uh, get closer to the mill, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up one more of those. Divine senses. Okay, so that evil feeling that you had in the morning before you left your room for breakfast, you know, the confusing one you couldn't quite place, it's here, too. Or part of it is? Before you almost confused it with something, I don't know, not quite undead, maybe? There was a lot to unpack there, but you knew for sure that it was something very strange. Right now, though, it's it's really close by, and you can pinpoint at least some of what you were feeling this morning to Kira. It's strange, though, because you're so certain, at least momentarily, that you sense an evil presence, and yet, when you focus your awareness on her, it seems to come and go until it's just gone? Or is it? But you can also get a read on Kira herself, and you almost get a twinge of powerful good. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And you're kind of contemplating this and wondering what to do with that information. And you hear a man say, Oi, uh, I, I wouldn't go over there. Uh, some sort of giant beasts? I, I don't know. Uh, hopefully back open soon. Uh, I need to find someone in town to take care of the problem for me. Like just to kill it? Is that all you uh, need done? Would it, c c come on over. And he puts out his hand and says, Arthur McGowan, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Harp. Listen, I I'm on a level with you. I haven't seen anything like this. Uh, I've seen some giant animals. We live on the edge of the Darnell Forest, and I have for years. Uh, but these aren't your normal badgers or, or rats. I, I don't know. If you think you're up for the task, I'd pay you to help clear it out. Uh, how much? I'd sort of have to take stock, but um, if you can clean it out, I'll give you 20 gold each. I, I, I turned to the group. Well, what, what, what do you guys think? Easy money? 20 sounds fair. I am always here to smite the <laughs> evil. <laughs> that was almost a good so one. Cool. <laughs> uh, Arthur kind of chuckles and says, well, you brought a paladin. You're not complete idiots. He kind of looks around and says, okay, tell you what. You go take a look. If there's anything you'd be needing from me, I'll be inside the house. Um, 
not going to venture towards the mill today, I don't think. Are, are you from this area? Yeah, three generations, yeah. Have you been to Holyhead? I haven't been there myself, but uh, some of me boys, they ferry some of the lumber up that way on the path. Um, have any of them heard of what's been going on up there, or which, uh, what happened here last night? Or were any of them there when it happened? Ah, uh, no, no. It's just kind of a delivery operation. Ah, they don't okay. stick around too long once it's done. As far as I know, people are doing okay up there, though. Oh, absolutely. That's really what I was, I was hoping to make sure they were all okay. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, the, the badgers... He uh, he rolls up his sleeves and he's got like these big beefy forearms and he kind of like pushes his silvering hair over his ear and says, look, um, and he gestures towards the mill and says, all I know is the boys, they came out screaming. Everyone seemed fine, but they said uh, some kind of beasts. And this was last so night. So you haven't seen and, it yourself. Well, I saw one, actually. It was near me house and it kind of went over towards the mill anyway. I reckon they're still there. I do hear some noises when I went to check earlier, and I'm not proud to admit it, but I, I didn't have the courage to go in on my own, unarmed. When we first got to the mill, I did sense an evil presence. And you can't you can't describe what this thing looked like at all, can you? Maybe maybe a badger? Like one of the giant badgers? You ever seen one of those in the Dernal Forest? He kind of points to the woods. Uh, Mira? Yes? Is, is, does this sound like anything you've ever heard of? It has it? Uh, roll nature. Uh, that's a 10. Yeah, so you're oh, peripherally aware that there are, in some places, giant animals. Like, he's talking about badgers. Like, a normal badger would be, like, you know, the size of a cat. And these would be, like, wolf-sized at smallest. And do I know if this is magical or just a natural? You know, weirdly, natural phenomenon. Okay. <laughs> Dire badgers. All right, so, um, shall we go? We shall. Yeah. I guess towards the direction I felt the voodoo. Uh, did we vibe check that guy? I mean, do you do you want no, to? No, it's too late. It's too late. No, okay. Fine, yeah. Just knock on the door. Can we vibe check you real quick? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you all head towards the mill proper, and it's just a short hike from Archer's house. And when you get closer, you sort of get the lay of the land here. The whole area is a big clearing with these two buildings in the middle, and one of them is rather long and tall, and the other is smaller than the cabin was. Beyond those two buildings is a big wooden awning that houses the sawmill itself. And scattered throughout this clearing, there are a few remnants of like larger stumps that kind of remind you that this clearing was probably created when the first trees were felled here by this particular logging company. Can we see any traces of where this badger things walked through? Uh, do a nature check, I guess. That should be easy for you. I'm trying to... I'm so sad that was a nat one for those at home um, so you lean down to look for tracks and you don't see any at all because you're like standing on them covering them up <laughs> oh embarrassing no it's a badger not a bear oh my god I, <laughs> uh, I would like to uh, leave my unseen servant after the dude closed the door and left just kind of like at a considerable distance and then just go as tech for the rest of the way don't want him don't want my unseen servant getting murdered <laughs> for anyone who walks up the guy's just he's just awkwardly stood there unmoving okay. that's not ominous right yeah, absolutely not <laughs> Just leave him by the window, staring yeah, okay. in. <laughs> can I try to see if I can see how many tracks are in the ground? Like, see if I can judge how many there are? Uh, Yeah, roll the nature. And that would be 14. Okay, yeah. So you can tell that there are more than three. Okay. You aren't sure of the exact number, but the weird thing you do notice is that, like, some of the prints are, the tracks are just really irregular. It just doesn't look like what you would normally consider badger tracks to look like. I think someone should go scout ahead. If only that rogue came with us. <laughs> I mean, my stealth is a, I have a plus four in stealth. All right, I'm gonna go. Um, I'll follow them, but yeah, just stealthily. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so the tracks lead you to the two buildings and they seem to go directly between them. I guess I'm just, I'm gonna go a little further. My stealth isn't the highest, so I'm gonna hang back. Uh, sh should we all stealth? I will do my best. <laughs> oh, oh, nat 20 on my stealth. 10. 
I have disadvantage. <laughs> that big old clunker armor. It's my favorite type of armor. Clunker armor? Yeah. Oh, well, I got a four. It's <laughs> good stuff. So all of you should have stayed behind. I'm kidding. I got, I got a uh, 22. So I'm, I'm actually sitting on top of the badger. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because with that nat 20, I'm just like sat on its back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'll stay with, uh, with Harp creeping okay. up. I just want to see where it is, what it looks like type thing. Yeah, okay. Um, so you all follow these tracks between the buildings, and with your eyes locked to the irregular prints on the ground, you round the corner and find yourselves face to face with a truly grotesque giant badger. And as it rears up to its full imposing height in front of you, you all begin to wonder if taking this job was actually a good idea. Let's roll some initiative. All right, let's do this. Harp, with you in the front of the group, this badger leaps forward after being startled by your presence and tries to swipe at you with its sickly claws. Uh, 22 to hit. Yeah. It tears into you for five damage. Uh, all right. Next up is Peck. All right, so there, there's just the one? Yeah, it's a very off-putting giant badger beat up and sort of matted with dried blood. And how, how large is it? Uh, it's like the size of a wolf. It's like right up on Kelly, right? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to Eldridge Blast it. <laughs> the good old Eldridge Blast. Of course. Uh, that's a 13 to hit. Yeah, 13 oh. hits. All right, so that is eight damage. And because of my Eldridge Invocation, Eldridge Blast now pushes the target 10 feet back. Ooh, nice. Okay, uh, it flies backwards 10 feet or so, and as it skids to a halt from around the far corner of these two buildings, two more of these large, hideous badgers are alerted to your presence. Ooh, that's a scary weasel. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of cute. Uh, Kira, you're seeing all this. Uh, what are you doing? I'm going to attack it with my quarterstaff. The, the one right in front of you? Yeah. Rolling. <laughs> yeah. Not 20. Uh, you bring your staff down swiftly between its eyes, and you can tell it's really feeling that. Uh, rolling. Uh, so one of these two badgers charges from around the building to your left and brings us chipped yellow fangs just inches from your forearm. Uh, but you shift your weight and block with your staff just in time. Uh, it rolled a 12. Uh, next in the order is Cadmist. I'm going to uh, bonus action divine favor. Uh, your prayer empowers you with divine radiance until the spell ends, which it lasts for a minute. My weapon attacks deal an extra 1d4 radiant damage. Killer. And if it is undead, if it's undead, it deals more. What you got? Uh, 16. Nice. Uh, 16 hits. So 11 plus 3. Okay. Uh, you swing your sword through this thing, and it's got that radiant glowing damage on it. You slice through this thing like it's not even there. And it just burns and sizzles, and, and it screeches as it dies. So when it dies, the sword glows. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mira, you're up. Uh, so I'm going to cast Shulele and just like kind of slam down the quarter staff mm -hmm. and grab it by two hands. I'm going to rush on up, and then I'm just going to try to whack it two-handed with the quarter staff. Okay. Uh, roll to attack. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> a nine. Uh, you swing hard at it, and it just, at the last second, kind of turns its gaze at you and ducks a little bit, and you just whiff right over the top of its head. All right. Well, that's my turn, then. Okay. Harp. Sweet. I'm going to use my longbow, and I'm going to... Seven? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, you sink an arrow just straight into this thing, and you impale it. Uh, it. It goes down hard. Next in the turn order is this other badger. It's gonna run straight up and it's gonna take a swing at you, Mira, with its claws. Uh, six, uh, 19 to hit. Oh, that hits. Uh, can I use my reaction? Yeah. To do protection. Ooh, yeah. So while wielding a shield uh, and I see a creature attack a target that's within five feet, I can impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay, cool. Let me roll again. Oh, right, now one. <laughs> oh. uh, it raises a paw to swipe at you and shifts its weight onto its other front foot to compensate. And as it does, you hear a snapping sound. And if you hadn't realized already at the distance you're looking at it from, you do now. As its front paw buckles under itself and the bones break, you can tell it's not just a giant badger. It's an undead giant badger. I uh, turn to Cadmus and say, I owe you one. <laughs> so this guy isn't looking good. 
It's just undead. I shall uh, Eldritch Blast. Let's go ahead and... Uh, it's a uh, dirty 20. Yeah, dirty 20 hits. And that is a four plus three. So that's seven. Yeah, you fire your Eldritch Blast at this thing and you send it flying backwards 10 feet and sizzle the hair on the side of its face with the just heat from your spell. And Kira, as this thing goes flying away from you, it's pushed from your sphere of influence. Why don't you go ahead and make an opportunity attack? Okay. Uh, yeah, let me... Good lord. <laughs> yeah, 19 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. A fiver. Yeah. Uh, Pex Eldritch Blast lifts it into the air, and before it can go sailing, you hit it with your staff. And Mira, you're actually close enough that you also get an opportunity attack. Great. All right. I like to, as it's passing by, hit it with uh, some poison spray from my hands. Okay. <laughs> is that what a constitution save? It or? is. Um, must succeed a constitution saving throw or take 1d12 uh, poison damage. DC 12. Uh, it got a 10. So. Okay. So then it takes 1d12 poison damage. Yeah. It actually doesn't matter what you roll on it. Uh, <laughs> you guys absolutely demolish this thing as a unit. Peck sends it flying, Kira takes a smack at it, and you just melt its skin with your noxious spray. <laughs> and uh, it does not get up from the ground. It is completely dead. Oh, shoot, we got to loot the, loot the badgers, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean you, if you want to take its undead gross pelt, you can do that. Can I try to take a look at it and see if we can kind of tell what was causing this? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, make a nature check. That's a 16 on that nature. Well, I mean, you can tell that this thing died a while back. It's not, like, fresh, uh, but it sure was alive a second ago. It's definitely undead. Can I tell about how long it was? Uh, let's say, like, a couple weeks. Okay, so it's it's been a while, a while. It's not, like, completely decomposed, but it's definitely not whole. Okay. Can we check out the buildings? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the building on the left is a really long building, and looking through some of the windows, you gather it might be sort of a warehouse where they're storing a whole bunch of the lumber. Uh, but honestly, it's really hard to see much of anything in there. It's pretty dark inside. Uh, on the front of the building, there is a door, but there's a big old padlock on it. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't really want to break and enter into a warehouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, too bad we don't have the rogue still. What's, uh, what about the other building? The other building is significantly smaller. It gives you sort of office building vibes, like a construction manager's trailer. You know what I'm talking about? Upon further inspection, the front door is just ever so slightly ajar. Um, would you guys like to check out inside of this building? See if there might be anything in here. I say we should go check out the office. Yeah, I go, I go in the office. I follow. Uh, okay, so the door as you walk up is slightly ajar. It looks kind of like the building was left in a hurry. Uh, inside there are a few desks. Um, there's like a lockbox in the corner and some shelves uh, just like above the desk. I'd like to check out the chest. Yeah, uh, you go over to the chest and are, are you going to like try and open it or? Yeah, I'm going to try. I was checking to see if I had thieves tools. I don't remember. I was the one that had these tools, you bag of tools. <laughs> <laughs> I really should have went back and just found them to take those away from him. Bummer. Uh, as you walk over towards it, from underneath the desk, you see uh, movement. There's a watch under there? <laughs> yep. That's MVMT, friend of the show. That's not true. <laughs> I'm going to stop what I'm doing, and now I'm just going to I'm gonna creep over. Okay. Uh, roll stealth. 16? Yeah. As you get closer to it, you see that it is like really large rats under the desk that are like nesting and burrowing into the hardwood floor. Ugh. Do they look angry? <laughs> like, <laughs> do they look like they're going to attack? They haven't noticed you. Do they look undead? I don't know. Kelly, do they look undead? I, I don't know. Do they look... <laughs> You can make a perception check. <laughs> um, all right. Let me click this. And... It's a 10. 10. Okay. So but is it dark in here? Yeah. Kelly, you still wearing them goggles? I mean, I can put them on. They <laughs> I mean, weren't you, on before. <laughs> you'd have advantage on perception and dark. Well, I didn't know. I mean, I did know, but well, I mean, I guess I'll, can I avoid them and still go to the chest? Sure. Yeah. Keep creeping. 
Keep on creeping on. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll do this again and see if I can get closer to the chest. I mean, you don't have to like roll oh. for stealth. Are you gonna oh. go closer to the chest? Yeah, I did. Cool. Yeah. You get to the chest. Uh, what do you do? Cool. Oh no, I'm just trying to open it. See what's up. Oh, okay. Uh, roll sleight of hand. Okay. Roll for chest. <laughs> Seventeen. Uh, you're able to open it. Uh, there are a series of books in there. You figure these are probably like ledgers for the business. Okay, so nothing related to dead things. Probably a lot of dead business deals in there. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, if that's all I can find, I'll start heading back. Do I see the rats at all? Yeah, yeah, you see them. You can see that there's something moving under the desk. Um, uh, M- Mira. Yes. Uh, there are there are some more animals in here. Are you gonna like shout in the small office? <laughs> is, is she not? Is she not in the office? I know I am. I'm I'm right next to him. I'm five feet. Oh, so you don't need to shout. Here, let me let me whisper, Mira. Nope. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that ain't it. Um, would you, do 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 those rats look dead to you, like the badgers? Okay, I'm. I want to get a little closer. Um, and take a peek. I want to see if they're undead or not. Yeah, you're positive these are undead animals. Great. Can I can I hit them with that poison spray? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> they are all kind of like in one clump, so I'll let you get like one, like one bonus round well, surprise round we, on we them. Pest control now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We don't want to get hit. Uh, I need to do a save for them, don't I? Yeah. Well, if if they don't save it, it's a nine. Um, this virulent spray like springs out of your palm and it completely instantaneously kills two of them. Okay. Uh, the other one, however, was in the back of the group and the other two took the full force of it for him. And he is immediately aware of your presence. Uh, everyone in that particular building, roll for initiative, I guess. <laughs> uh, fight the one perfect. <laughs> 17. Okay. Uh, that is a four. Cool. It rolled a three, so uh, Peck, you get first attack. Uh, I'll just shoot it with my wand. It's, uh, it's a 17 to hit. Yeah, 17 hits. That's uh, five force damage. It is slammed back against the uh, underside of the desk and is clearly hurt, but is like hissing and coming towards you. Oh, yikes. <laughs> uh, next is... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me let me try that one-liner again. Oh, rat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next All right, yeah. um, I'm gonna use my spear this time. You um, just keep rolling damage like you no. think it's gonna hit. I mean, it hits. <laughs> oh, yeah, huh. uh, seven damage. Uh, use spear it straight into the ground, uh, and it is completely. It just stops moving. You cleared out the rats in that nest. All right, I want to run out and let the other two know there's more undead. Is there like a lot, or did you guys kill them all? We killed them for now, but there's four more rats. It's, it's not just badgers and humans. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so while they were all doing that, I've just been kind of out here looking around. Have I seen anything move? Oh, uh, yeah, you've noticed some, like, rustling in the trees, but you can't tell if that's just a normal... Normal rustling. Well, yeah, I mean, you're in a forest. There's all sorts of stuff that lives here. It's hard for you to tell, but you haven't seen anything directly. You've just seen, like, movement. I guess I will go with them inside. Into the office? Yeah. Okay. I will also uh, join them in the office. Yeah, I'm going to follow. Cool. You're you're all in the office. Nice. Uh, it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, there's nothing like crazy in here but that nest. I mean, you haven't looked at anything but the chest, I suppose, but uh, that's up to you. Yeah. Well, then, as awkward as this is, because we all walked in, um, I'm leaving the <laughs> office. <laughs> uh, can I check out the drawers before I leave? Like, For sure. Roll investigation on those. Let's investigate. Oh, that's a 14. In one of the drawers, there are actually two healing potions. Wow. Yeah. I'll grab those and be like, um, I, I got an extra healing potion if someone would like to take it. I'll keep one for me. No one? I'll keep them both. I'll give one to Fendred if you guys don't want it. I already have one. All right, I pocket them both. And by pocket them, I hold them in my hands until I can take them to my unseen servant. Do you have hands and wings or just wings? Yeah, uh, pseudo-dragons are just small dragons, so... Yeah, I think figment. Yeah, four legs and wings. Okay. But two of them are... Like opposable claws? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so two arms, two legs. Two arms, two legs, uh, a snout. <laughs> Do I find anything else in any of the other drawers? Um, no, you don't see anything else. All right, I'll, uh, I'll go back outside and command my unseen servant to come to me and, and give him the, the healing potions. 
okay, so you guys have checked out the office. There's the warehouse, and then there's that, like, kind of shed area that has, like I said, the covered awning that you can tell the the logs go through here to trim them down. I mean, we can split up. I guess I'll head towards that. I'm also going to the shed. All right, then I'll go to the warehouse. I want to go to the warehouse. So you get up towards the warehouse. Again, you see that like padlock on the door. You can see that all the windows, there's like big piles of stuff in there. Things were clearly knocked over and, and people left in a hurry. Can I? Uh, I'll go in. Okay, how? <laughs> yeah, it's locked. Oh, okay. Um, is there a way to open a window? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over one of the windows, it, it kind of flips up, but I don't think a normal sized person could get in there. Oh, hey. Maybe somebody smaller. Well, maybe could I? a dragon? <laughs> <laughs> it's up to that dragon. Uh, yeah, I'll go in. Okay. It is like 20 feet in the air, so you're probably going to need either a boost or the courage to fly up there. Um, could one of you uh, give me a quick boost up? Uh, sure. For boost? Yeah, we determined you didn't even have a fly speed, huh? You're going to need some help. <laughs> you want to stand on the end of my quarterstaff and I'll lift it in the air? Perfect. I, I jump onto the quarterstaff and hold on to it. Okay. And I say, going up. Okay. Okay, I'm going to turn it the other way and slam you right into the ground. <laughs> uh, what is this? This be a... Uh, both of you make dex... Uh, make one strength check for Kira and make a dexterity check for Peck. Uh, that is a... That's a five. <laughs> 17 for uh, strength, though. <laughs> Again, I, I don't like heights. Yeah. Um, Peck gets a little nervous. You lift it four feet into the air, and he uh, gets clammy palms and slides down to your hand. It doesn't fall off, just slides all the way down. <laughs> like, shoot. Um, sorry, it's uh, your quarterstaff is. Um, I guess you. I guess you. You were probably cleaning it this morning. I assume that's how it got so slick. <laughs> you can. Uh, you can try and climb up it again if you want. Yeah, I'll just. I'll climb back up. Yeah. Okay. Make me. Uh. What athletics check then? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> got, a, got a negative three to athletics. Yeah. So this will be fun. That's a two. <laughs> Uh, you quickly determined that this whole line of reasoning is probably not going to work. You work. can definitely tell that Peck will fit into the window, though. Can we just throw him? <laughs> I mean, you... <laughs> All right. Uh, are you going to pick him up and check him? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. Here, wait, wait. Nope. Mind, Listen, no. we're going to have to yeah. throw you. Yeah, so, okay. whether you like it or not. <laughs> Make a strength check. All right. My strength is, just for a side note, is a five with a negative three modifier. Yeah. Just gonna go into the fetal position. Oh, perfect. Right. <laughs> so now yeah, one. Yeah. Um, she goes. We're gonna have to throw you. And she picks Peck up. And as she tries to throw, kind of on the uh, the backswing of this throw, um, <laughs> she does that. She she does that. Dad, I'm gonna throw a ball at your face exactly, and then yes. drop it when it's behind <laughs> exactly me. Exactly that. <laughs> uh, uh, do, do any of you just have like a rope? Let me let me try. I could just like put put a rope. There on we go. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> While you're talking, Kira reaches over, grabs Peck by the scruff of his neck, and just hucks him straight up towards the window. Uh, and and then I'm just going to say you'll you'll take a rope and you'll ah! <laughs> <laughs> make a dexterity save to uh, see if you can catch the ledge. <laughs> it's a five. Make it with advantage because you have wings, and I feel like you could conceivably slow yourself down at the apex of that arc. That's a seventeen. Yeah, that's that's I'm better. Because I I was I was winding up my quarterstaff to baseball swing you back up there when you came down. <laughs> you uh you get thrown up there, and just at the last second, you flap your wings to get one extra little Yoshi second of like mid air hover, <laughs> and you catch onto the ledge. Uh, you wiggle yourself inside. And uh, what do I see? Yeah, it appears the lumberyard workers kind of left in a hurry. There's like a board where the workers' shift patterns are written down on the wall uh, next to the entrance. Uh, there's a chart of variable pay. Uh, but it's it's pretty, it's a deep warehouse. It's pretty long. Over my shoulder, just like turn back around and tell them just what I'm seeing. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I guess I shall uh, go inside. Now, before I do this, 
the door had a padlock on it. That's correct. So me being inside doesn't open the door. <laughs> That's probably true. So why didn't we just break the lock instead of throw me through the window? <laughs> Listen, they thought it would be fun to throw you, and I didn't want to tell them no. Uh, I'm not going to railroad you people. Now you're stranded in there, so have fun. We're going to go off on an adventure now. <laughs> <laughs> can I? I'm just going to look around and see if I can find anything of, of worth in here. Okay. Uh, so while you guys are trying to ponder that through, uh, let's head over to Cadmus and Mira. What are you guys doing right now? We're heading towards We're walking towards the shed. Uh, it's a, it, I think shed is maybe the wrong word. It's like a big freestanding awning over top a large flume thing that leads straight into a circular saw. And you can tell this is where they would like cut down the lumber to get it ready for shipping. Um, does it look like there's like any tracks or anything struggling that's been like around this area? You don't see any tracks that you can immediately attribute to those badgers from earlier. I guess I'm going to go inside and like kind of look around in there, see if there's like anything in there. Near the far end of this flume, you see a big resilient stump with an axe that's just been slammed into it. And the axe is kind of worn down. It's got this thin patina over the metal and the handle's a little worn. Uh, but it does look really interesting to you. I will take the axe. Okay. Uh, upon further examination, you notice that while this woodcutter's axe has certainly seen better days uh, and it's been left outside in the Salinas coastal area, it's extremely sharp. It's also much larger than most tree felling axes, and even as big as you are and how high you roll on bicep, uh, it'd probably take you two hands to swing this thing. So mechanically, this axe will give you a plus one to attack and damage rolls against opponents or structures made of wood. Gotcha. I'll turn to her and say, found this axe. Is there anything else back there? I don't think so. Perhaps we should check on the others then. Maybe that axe can uh, help break into that building. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Guess we'll head to them. Okay. So about this time, they've thrown Peck in by this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as you're uh, coming back around, you see Harp with a surprised look on her face after having just dropped Peck. And before you can say anything, uh, you watch as Kira scoops him off the ground and just launches him, <laughs> no-scopes him up to the window. As Kira goes to throw a peck, I just pull out the rope that I have, and I said, we could have just used this. Well, that's, that's <laughs> literally what I was trying to explain. It's like, threw me. I was like, I have a rope. I could have just mage-handed it up there. I'm going to go find all the, all the hidden stuff before you guys even get in. So maybe we should try to find a way to get in so Peck's not alone in there if more undead show up. I mean, we always have this axe I found. Is it a wooden building? Yeah. I mean, they built it out of the lumber that's here. Okay. So you have an axe. They're going to destroy their... <laughs> Let's see. At the same time, I don't know if I can do that as a person. There's always right. that padlock. <laughs> I'm trying to convince them to open up the, the wall. I don't oh think that's the best idea. <laughs> you want to, like, chop Is into it, the side. Kira, you're pretty strong. What if you do it and Cadmus turns away? I'm going to take this axe, and I'm going to use it on the padlock. Okay. Can we go back to the guy at the start of the mill and just ask for the key? What a novel concept. I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to do that. But what if he doesn't want us to snoop? We have a valuable excuse. Our friend, the uh, little rat with wings, is trapped inside. <laughs> but how long is that going to take you? We don't know if Peck has that much time before something attacks. He can fly. Barely. <laughs> 14 to the padlock. Okay. Uh, it's a really sharp axe, but it does not cut through the steel the padlock is made I'm going to go back and, and ask for the... Key. Can I hit it one more time? <laughs> yeah, make me an attack. 21. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, you're able to make a sizable dent in it. Mm. Like a dent, not a cut. Like you have bent this metal. <laughs> now you broke, I it. broke it. The key won't work. <laughs> <laughs> so it's dented. Can I like try to like yank it off or whatever? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Oh, uh, how, how goes it over there? You wouldn't happen to have the key to the warehouse, by oh, chance? Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, uh... And he disappears into his house for a second. He has, like, a whole ring of keys, and he hands them to you. And he says, sorry, one of the boys said he, uh, he locked up right before he ran. I, I don't know, try and keep something inside there. I, uh, <laughs> I completely, I didn't even think about it. I, I'm sorry. And he hands you the oh, key. Oh, no, that's, that's all right. Thank you. <laughs> 
Yeah, tr- try as you might. It just keeps slipping right out of your hand. I'm very frustrated. Uh, Kira makes it back with the key, and after a moment of selecting all the different keys from the ring, finds the one that fits into the uh, severely bent padlock, and it does open. I'm going to run in there. It's pretty dark in there. Not that that really matters to Kira. <laughs> I'm also going to run in, uh, quarterstaff in hand. But I have it broken in two. As you open the door and let a bunch of light in, you hear small sounds a little bit louder than you were hearing them before. Guys, there's, there's, there's definitely something in here. Before anything happens, I'm going to cast Bless on the monk, the ranger, and the druid. Okay. Screw um, you. So, <laughs> well, you're not even near me, and it has to be within so close. So you just uh, you add a d4 to your attack or saving throws for the next minute. So right before <laughs> everything kicks off, I'm going to do that. Awesome. I'd like to try to see where they're coming from. Yeah, make investigation check. That's a 10. That is also a 10. All right. I'm wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's a two. <laughs> Kelly's but, like a ranger who canonically does not know how to track animals. But can I wear the goggles or the mask? Yeah, go ahead and put them on and then uh, roll it one more time. Technically, this only works on perception, so roll that. Here we go. Good God. Kelly, I think you need some new uh, fantasy dice. Uh, for those listeners at home, that was a four and then a five. <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm blind and I can tell what's going on here. Uh, well, she's okay. having a bad day. <laughs> okay, so Mira and Kira, you can both hear something, but because of like the way this place is built and it's got like hard walls, it's not like absorbing any sound. It's echoing all over the place, and you just you can't tell where it's coming from. Dunk. All right, what what I can do, if you'd like, is I can send out a sound to the middle of the room to see if it comes out, but it doesn't get right next to us. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to cast Somaturgy. I'm going to throw a sound to the middle of the room. I am not editing that pause out. Uh, instantaneous sound from point of the range, rumble of thunder, cry of a road. Do you care what the sound is? You get to pick. Uh, let's do like a thunder boom. I want it loud enough that they come to that sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so this thunderous sound erupts from the center of the warehouse and within the resonance of this like resultant echo in this large room, you begin to hear angered squeaks and scratches, just angry noises, and they're coming from above you. Oof. You look up and you see four enormous bats, hideous and emaciated, and as the sound fills the air... You watch their attention being drawn around the room following the echoes, and they're searching with their long, twitching ears for any shapes that weren't previously in the space. And then all together, they lock onto your group's presence and unlatch from their perch, diving towards you. Freaking bats. <laughs> Everybody roll initiative. That's an 18. That's uh, a 16. That's uh, a 21. All right, so the bats didn't actually do that great. So the turn order will be Kira, Cadmus, Peck, Mira, one of the bats, then Harp, and then the other bats. Uh, I'm going to take a two-handed swing with my quarterstaff at the closest one to me. Okay. Uh, That's a six to hit. You can roll a d4 and add it to it. Yeah, you've got Blast. Blast! Thank God. (laughs) Add a three. So that's a nine to hit. Uh, It just... Barely, like you take a swing at it and it is just slightly too high for you to hit with your quarterstaff. Dang it. <laughs> okay. Um, I am going to attack it with my sword. The sword? That's a solid nine. <laughs> okay. A, a nine just barely doesn't hit. Uh, as you swing, it like a fighter jet just tips mid-flight onto its side and veers away from your blow. Uh, Peck. Uh, no, no, no. I'm going to move. Up just a little bit here, and then I'll take a Eldritch Blast at that one right there. Right. You, you know the listeners can't see this map, right? Uh, yeah, listen. It's like it's like really good audio. Listen, wow, that, we're all just missing. That's an eight to <laughs> hit. Totally hits, I'm sure. You shoot your Eldritch Blast, and it is it is just slightly, it flies off, and it sizzles onto a wall. Uh, then I would like to uh, go, oh, bats. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
That's yeah, it's good. Keisha that's a good arrest callback. Thought it'd be good. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna run up. I'm gonna cast Thorn Whip. A thorn like whip just whip comes sound. out and tries to whack him down. Okay. So that'll be a, a natural twenty. So twenty two. Yeah. Yeah, that certainly hits. You crit so you get It's four damage, four piercing. Yeah, perfect. Uh so you thorn whip that thing and you wrap it right around it and kinda of pull it a little bit further down to the ground and everything and it can you... move ten feet with the pole, so I'm gonna try to kind of pull it down. Okay, perfect. Yeah. You can slam it like to the ground, basically. Uh, and then Cadmus, one of these bats uh, swoops quickly overhead. Uh, you're able to duck out of the way just at the last second as it careens by. Uh, Harp, it's your turn. All right. So I'm going to just use my longbow. All cool. right. And, Plus a d4. So that makes that, what, a 10 total? Yeah. Um, can we hit it? I just need a quick pause. Dog problems. Um, yeah, One sure. second, everyone. I got 99 dog problems. I feel bad for you, son. <laughs> oh, man, I haven't been recording for the last hour and a half. I'll kill you. <laughs> Hello. I'm back. Uh, welcome, welcome back. Yeah, the audio cut out for a minute. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, no worries. Uh, okay, so your blessed die roll brought you up to a 10, uh, and you fire your longbow with these bats uh, near to mm-hmm. the back of the warehouse and narrowly miss as it tucks its wings in and dives low. I'm going to roll for these other three here. Okay. Uh, the bat right in front of Kira tries to bite her, but she's able to swiftly block the attempt. Uh, and the bat engaged with Mira is also unsuccessful in its attempt to rake its jagged teeth across her. Oh. Uh, so far, all these rolls are going great. Uh, <laughs> the bat that Harp just shot at makes a sharp turn and also misses with a bite attack on her. Yikes. Uh, Kira, it is your turn. All right. I'm going to try again for this bat right in front of me. Two-handed swing with the quarterstaff. All right. Son of a dingus. <laughs> oh, wait. Let bless, me add bless. a yeah, yeah, four yeah. to that. Uh, that. That's a nine. <laughs> well, you did get that's a four. Another though. nine. <laughs> it's a nat four. Um, let's see. Cadmus, it is your turn. All right. We, we swing in at this bat in front of me. Okay. You got an 18. Well, I hit misses. it. Yeah, you hit it. Uh, take a damage roll. 11. Oh, my God. Uh, you take a swing, and you finally, you clip this thing right in its wing, and it slams down onto the ground, uh, and it's just right in front of you, and it's just pissed. Uh, next in the order is Peck. I would like to attack the one that Mira just attacked uh, with another good old-fashioned Eldritch Blast. <laughs> That's a 16 to hit. 16 hits. That's uh, some four damage right there. <laughs> Uh, you managed to surprise even yourself and get a good clean Eldritch Blast off at this bat. Nailed it! Uh, Mira, you're up. Great. So I want to take uh, Quarterstaff in two separate pieces, and I want to bring them together to cast Shillelagh. Yeah, so Mira's staff detaches in the middle to split it up into two batons. Do you want to, like, do it separate? I am. Okay. So then uh, in two pieces with Shillelagh cast, I'm going to take two whacks at it. Going to be a nine. Plus four. And your uh, d4. Oh, so then that's going to... 11. Oh, you, you kind of whiff with this one. Just like swing straight by it. Okay. They're really uh, fast. And then for the second one, uh, that is an eight. Yeah, you can still add your uh, d4. Oh, it's a 13. It is because hey. I forgot the bonus on the, uh, yeah, so 13. Uh, you bring your baton down and just crack it right on its little head. Uh, and you can roll for damage. Six. Dang. Yeah, okay. Cadmus, uh, the one engaged with you is going to roll a 21 Oof, to hit. That hits. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to make a uh, concentration exactly, check. Yeah, yeah Bless is a concentration spell. Sure is. Uh, it bites for seven damage. Give me that concentration roll. I keep it. <laughs> Dirty 20. Yeah, you say for sure. Uh, you're able to hold focus, and that makes it Harp's turn. Okay. Uh, the one right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I was going to spear it. Cool, cool, cool. What? Uh, okay. Well, it's close. <laughs> this, this is so just a five for the people. This is just yep, a yep, nightmare yep, yep, today. Yep. Is this rigged? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got some sad rolls today. So we're going to burn through these turns for the bats really quick. Uh, let's see. Kira, the bat that's in front of you, it rolls a six for a bite attack and doesn't hit. 
Uh, Mira, the one engaged with you, it actually nat once. Oh. <laughs> uh, it tries to bite you, but after you hit it on its head so hard, it uh, it just loses its balance, and it's now prone on the ground. Oh, right. Uh, let's see. Harp, the one that's in front of you, it rolls a 15 to hit. Yeah. Yeah. And it does six damage yeah. with a bite attack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kira, it's your turn. Let's try this again. Two-handed swing at the one in front of me. Thirteen. Thirteen hits. Thank Jesus. <laughs> that is a four. You just absolutely ruin its right wing. Uh, this thing is not flying at all. Cadmist. Okay, um, attack the dude in front of me. Uh, that was a 16. 16 hits, yeah. So it is a 8. You, uh, you swing your sword at it, and you just lacerate this thing, like, right on its claws uh, as it's going towards you. And it's looking really, really rough. Uh, let's see, Peck, you are up. Uh, I'll attack the one that's prone. I give it another Eldritch Blast. Oh, what's a 17 to hit? Let me tell you that blast. Eldritch as hell. <laughs> and that's uh that's some six damage right there nice yeah just like really just sizzle this boy up good <laughs> uh mira this one in front of me is still still prone yeah you will have advantage on an attack great yeah. i'm gonna hit it two more times shillelagh is still good because it's one minute mm-hmm. so that first one oh that was not great <laughs> but plus the four yeah, yeah that's yeah. a plus two so 14 yes that definitely hits so that first one's going to hit for a big old three. Three. Uh, you really just mash it, and it does not get up. Great. Can I just use a second uh, attack to just kind of sweep him away from me, then? Yeah, for sure. I just don't want him near me. Yeah, you can push it away. Um, so the bat that Cadmus just hit and ran away from is barely conscious, and I think it's going to use its turn to keep some distance and position itself behind one of its allies here. Uh, but Harp, what are you doing? All right, uh, hopefully with this one right in front of me, we're going to spear it again. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Should I just, like, disconnect now? <laughs> no, 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 you're doing great. Uh, next, we have some bat turns. Uh, the bat in front of Kira, it's going to make a pained bite attempt at you. Protection. Yeah, sure. Uh, so that gives it disadvantage, right? So... Let's see. Uh, so 17 and a 23 to bite. Dunk a Rooney. Yeah, both of those hit. <laughs> yeah. It is six damage. Okay. The bat right in front of Harp will also make a bite attempt. Uh, but you're actually able to, like, parry it at the last second, and it's Fang's mm, glamp. Thank right. God. Anything else? <laughs> uh, Kira, it's your turn. I'm going to hit the one right in front of me. Sun. Of a wiener. <laughs> Add your T4. T4. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. 13. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. It <laughs> barely, barely hits. Oh, yeah. Nice two. <laughs> uh, you bring it straight to death's door, uh, but you don't, like, open the door for him or anything. <laughs> uh, he's there and he's running ragged just right in front of you, like, desperately clawing at you. Uh, Cadmus, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to attack the student front. The, the one that Casey just hit? Yeah, okay. Yeah, 23. Okay, 23 hits. 11. Oh my god. Uh, it had one HP. Yikes. Uh, you absolutely obliterate this thing, and it sizzles as your sword cuts sword through blows. it. Sword glows. Yeah, exactly. All righty. I will uh, attack with a nice little solid Eldritch Blast. <laughs> seven to hit yep, yep, yep. seven uh doesn't doesn't quite hit unfortunately does it make him flutter a little bit and make make the bat kind of I mean, kind of like ooh, like fly around for a second yeah you definitely shoot a shelf in the background uh mira all right i would like to get the guy by cadmus here um with thorn whip yeah go for it it's a 14 yeah yeah 14 hits so that's going to be some piercing damage that's a three yeah, you send forth these thorned vines and ensnare it. And when you pull it, just shreds it apart. And the three is actually exactly what you needed to take it down. Perfect. Uh, next up is going to be, well, it was going to be that one, so it's super dead. <laughs> Let's, okay, I'm going to try again, this time with a dagger. Maybe it'll be different now. Can I just walk out of this warehouse? Can roll your I mean, D4. Roll your D4. Could I'm going, be I'm a 12. going. Oh. 
but it, it bats it it bats it bats you away <laughs> yeah i'm walking out of the warehouse in the next one <laughs> okay unfortunately this bat is still very upset with you so it's going to make a bite attempt it rolls a four oh a five <laughs> on that uh so you are good uh kira it's your turn i'm gonna move to that last remaining bat do another two-handed swing Fuck. <laughs> you really like rolling those nines. Yeah, really. Uh, it just kind of scoots out of the way just in time. Uh, next is Cadmist. I'm going to rush down okay. and attack it. Y'all got this thing dead to rights, don't you? If we could just hit it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 17. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 17 hits. Six. Six damage. <laughs> yeah, you carve into this thing and it screeches at you in pain. Uh, Elwyn, what are you doing? You know, it's, uh, we'll just, we'll just, you know, Eldritch Blast it, I guess. <laughs> What's it like having so many options? Oh, it's amazing. Uh, that's 11 damage right there. Or 11 to hit, rather. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is, uh... <laughs> so eight damage. <laughs> yeah, sorry, buddy. Unfortunately, just a little bit too high. If only I blessed the dragon. If yeah. only. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Okay, so I am going to do one more Thorn Whip right at this last guy. Please hit. Uh, 14, and then plus the D4 if it needs it. Yeah, 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 you're good. Go ahead and roll damage. Thank God. (laughs) That's going to be three. (laughs) You actually healed it. (laughs) And I'd like to uh, pull it 10 feet closer to me to try to get it away from. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, you wrap your thorn whip around it and you yank as hard as you can to pull it closer to you. And as it's caught unaware by that harp, it's leaving your sphere of influence and you see your moment. You can make an opportunity attack. Ooh, I'm a, I'm a spirit. Okay. Oh, just fucking do it. (laughs) Okay, roll that t4. Oh my god. Okay, this is fine. Oh. No, no, no. (laughs) That's exactly what you need. <laughs> that hits. So roll your damage. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you watch its sightless eyes go wide with surprise as it begins to be pulled by Mira. And you see this opportunity and you brace against your spear and angle it towards the bat. And when Mira pulls the bat straight into your spear, you watch it snarl and slide down the hilt <laughs> of your spear. And then it just stops moving. <laughs> Harp, you killed it. Thank God. <laughs> So as soon as the last one's dead, we're out of combat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to use all ten of my lay on hands points on myself. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> that just gives me ten hit points. I was at five. <laughs> now you're 15. How is everyone else looking? I'm perfect. I'm at ten. Um, I'm down to almost half. No, I'm at six, yeah. Is it nap time? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can go talk to Dude Man, see if that was all... Uh, yeah, I'll follow you guys back and turn yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you guys leave the warehouse and you head back towards uh, Arter's cabin. Now I just want to verify, this guy's name is Arter. That just wasn't the drunken guy's way of stuttering over Arthur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A-R-T-U-R. Okay, Arthur. I just wanted to check. I just assumed the guy was super drunk and just couldn't pronounce Arthur. <laughs> uh, while you're walking back, everyone make a perception check. Got a 10. Got a oh 15. 17. 17. How am I alive? Kelly <laughs> with a three. Uh, Team Kiramira, you both notice a rapid movement on your periphery, and you clock what might be a cloaked figure off in the distance. It's quite a ways away, but it's certainly moving away further from the mill into the woods at a good pace. Uh, but before you can get a good read on it, it's gone. And too far into the woods before you can make out much more. And the two of you discuss the figure on the party's way back to Archer's cabin, and you all knock on the door, and he says, Welcome back. Uh, how'd, uh, how'd things go? Uh, I broke your lock. I'm sorry. Here is one gold. <laughs> he, I I gave her the... Don't uh, worry key. about it. That, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, we'll get a new Don't lock. Don't worry it's, about it's... it. I give him a gold. <laughs> he takes the gold. But the undead seem to be gone, at least for now. He says, I trust your judgment on that one. I... <laughs> Really appreciate you helping me out here. This is going to do wonders for me, business. As promised, and he produces a sack full of 100 gold. That's 20 for each of you oh, if you're dividing it up. Good. Broke even. Hey. Uh, now, now is there is there an additional 20 gold in there for our friend, uh, Fendrin? <laughs> he didn't come up with us originally, but he was with us uh, earlier. He says, honest pay for honest works, all I'm offering. Uh, Fendrin will be so upset. He was here. I'm he sure helped he will us. be fine. He says, it would be 
kind of you to maybe give some of that to your friend if that's your concern, but... Uh... Oh, no, no, no. He, he didn't do that much. Huh? <laughs> I hate your character so much. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he thanks you for your help. He says, uh, if you ever need any uh, lumber, I, I know that's probably not exactly what, uh, what you're in the market for, but I'll give you a good price on it. Uh, cut uh, 50 episodes from now when we come back here to collect lumber to build our HQ. <laughs> he, uh, he sees the axe strapped to your back, Cadmus, and he says... Were you able to pull that thing out of the stump? Uh, yeah. Came out clean. It, uh, helped us get into the, uh... No, it didn't. <clears throat> it's what I bashed your thing with. <laughs> I can't lie. Yeah. He, uh, he kind of smiles and he says, Uh, if you got it out of there, that's yours. Uh, my dad put that there when I was a boy, and it's just kind of been sitting there for a long time. I know some of the boys have been trying to get it out of there, and they couldn't do it. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, we'll call that part of your payment. You're the king of Lumberland. <laughs> I'm the king of Lumberland. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you for the axe, and may the Doombringer watch over you. <laughs> Was that a character, the laugh from Arthur? Did he laugh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs>